Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello, and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. So, you know, I like to answer questions and stories that shape us, or respond to comments or you know elaborate on comments based on questions that were asked and under one of uh, the stories there was a question that was that as more of a statement that somebody said that triggered something for me and maybe i'll do a series this week on that uh, it, we can call it the before you say i do series so the comment was around dating and understanding self and uh, how challenging it was sometimes to manage emotions when we're dating. And it was under the story around managing emotions. And it's really important. So there's some things in this first episode of that, I wanna talk about some of the things to consider before you date, especially if you know you've experienced trauma. And I believe that everybody everybody needs counseling. And I always say this when, I'm, when I make the statement, when I'm in speaking or when I'm hosting anything, not because I am a counselor, but because I believe we all have some things to process before we get married, before we go in a relationship, because there's so many things that will follow us into a relationship that it's important for us to know and for us to understand as much as we can about ourselves before we go. Because when we're in a relationship that triggers so many things, you know, unfinished conversations, the past, when the past is present in a relationship, it can be very challenging to identify when we don't, when we're not self-aware, when we don't understand ourselves, it can be very challenging to identify. So what's going on? What is this? What is mine? What is not mine? And to make that space healthy and safe so that you understand your triggers and your partner understand theirs and everybody's taking responsibility for their triggers and not blaming because we are responsible for our coping strategies nobody else so something might trigger us but we are responsible for the healing because if our if our partners trigger us they're not responsible for our if our automatic response is anger for example they're not responsible for that now they can empathize they can um, help us, in, you know, put our coping strategies in place. They can support us while we're doing it. They can help us to regulate. But in the end, ultimately, we have to do the work of learning some new ones, some newer, healthier ones, so that we can know that, you know, this triggers me. So I'm, I'm learning how to create some space between that trigger and the automatic response. Or, you know, we can learn to ask for what we need in a relationship. We can put boundaries in place that is going to protect us uh, from, from certain things if, if, there's, if, we, if we are in a pattern that was unfinished. For example, you know, we talk about marrying our parents. And so if, they, if, if our partner has a pattern that we're familiar with, but it's a damaging, destructive pattern in a safe relationship, how we can put some boundaries in place to protect ourselves. But I'm not talking about boundaries in this story, although that is part of where I'll go as we do this series of uh, before we say I do. Because I think, I, again, it's really important if we know that we've experienced trauma to process before we get married. 
Now, we won't always have access to the information. If you read my book, Shattered But Not Broken, you will know that I process right about year five, I think, of marriage or four, one of those years of marriage. I process while being married and a, and a mom. It was not the easiest journey, of course, because the information wasn't available to me. All of the information wasn't available to me. And there are certain things that I didn't know was trauma. So as much as possible, if you knew, if you know, if you have access to, then it's really important to do it. If you don't, anytime you do it, it's fine. But if you do, then it's important. If you're not aware of any trauma that you have, if you're going to get married, if you see somebody and you're thinking of, you know, you fall in love and you're thinking of asking them to marry you, go get some counseling anyway, both of you, before, before you do, before you go say, I do. Both, you know, just go process the, the past. Um, last year, the last 25 years of your life, it's really, really important. But here are some things to consider if you've experienced trauma and you understand and you know before you say you do. You want to be familiar with your patterns as much as possible. You want to be, you know, what, what do I do and why do I do it? So that's the next thing. You're going to ask a lot of why questions because that will help you to identify your pattern. A lot of why questions. So that, that helps you not blame the next person for your responses. So if, you, if a pattern of yours is shutdown and withdrawal, you can't say because you do this, then I do this because you're shutting down and withdraw because it's a pattern of yours. That's how you deal with things. That's how you cope with things. And it might go all the way back to an abandonment um, experience or an experience of rejection or, you know, emotionally emotional abandonment. It can go all the way back to stories from way back there that for incidents that happen and sometimes something that seem seemingly insignificant that creates um, fear around abandonment and creates pattern in your relationships. And this is important for romantic relationships and interpersonal relationships and your relationship with yourself. It's really important to know. So your why, why do I do that, really helps to uh, um, expose certain things to you. Now, if you're asking the why you're on your own, and you're not coming up with any answers, that's when you get a counselor to help you answer the question of why. My, my wife said I shut down, why do I do that? My wife says I'm passive aggressive, why do I do that? My wife says I'm unloving and I'm kind, or my girlfriend says, because this is before you say I do, my girlfriend says I'm this, why do I do that? My friend says I do that, why do I do that? So, but sometimes when we, go too close to the issue and somebody is feeding something back to you and it's too close it might sometimes it might um, influence anger or fear that makes you fight to protect so you might become irritated and and upset and annoyed i think that's a really big clue that there's something there that needs to be looked at if you become irritated and upset about it so ask why why will send you down a path of self-reflection and self-awareness. Um, get tools to do the why effectively. Get yourself a journal as you are asking, why do I do that? Why do I people please? Why do I want people to need me? Why do I withdraw? Why do I become angry? Why, am, why do I become sad? Why does this happen? As much as is available to you as possible, ask those why. As I said, the why will reveal the pattern. Also, you know, what happened is a good question to ask yourself as well. 
what happened you know um and when we're doing that sometimes when we're grown-ups and you know i understand this we look at our past with rose-tinted glasses you know um everything but there was wonderful and perfect and we idolize i'm gonna say idolize our parents that you know we we because we have them on a pedestal and again that's not a bad thing i'm not trying to say this be disloyal what i'm what i'm trying to say is process your past as honestly as possible as honestly as possible so not look at it in rose tinted glasses and it doesn't mean that you don't love them it doesn't mean that you're not loyal it doesn't mean that you're not you suddenly become a family member that not trust trustworthy or it you're not a team player anymore or not a part of the family anymore it just means that you're looking at the, you're looking at the past with as much honesty as you can as much honesty as you can um so when you ask what happened just it helps you to look at it because there's certain so many things that create patterns in our lives abandonment growing up in poverty um living in a home where there was domestic abuse living in a home where there were parental separation or divorce being bullied at school substance using in the home parents mental health there's so many things that happens that creates pattern for us um a parent leaving might create a pattern not might will create a pattern because that's a that's abandonment for a child whether you left for work and send lots of money home and you grew up in a nice house and you took holidays a parent still left and for the child the adult saw it and go you know what they took they sent me to school i had all these nice things i had a nice life when they came home twice a year or three times a year when we were together we were happy but for the child the parent left and that will create a pattern of abandonment in your life and you might be recreating this pattern in your relationships and you don't understand why so asking why and what happened and looking at it honestly is really important so um another question to ask is you know what's 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 making me do what i do so you look you're asking why and what happened but I also want you to think about how do I change it? How do I fix this? How do I grow through this place when I've discovered these things that happened for me and I'm wanting to create happy relationships that are lasting, but I'm noticing these patterns. And when I asked why, all of these things came up. And when I asked what happened and I'm looking honestly at what happened, knowing that those, are, those what happened stories shape you. And if you get some feedback from the people in your life, if the people who are safe and you trust them to give you some feedback, you will hear some of the ways that they shape you. And we don't know what we don't know about ourselves. We have blind sides that we're not aware of. So we won't always know that it's, it's, a, it's affecting other people in this way. Until they feed it back to us, we won't have any idea of how it's doing that. So it's really important to ask what happened and to be honest with the stories that shape you. Because it will continue to do so. If you've experienced trauma in your childhood through parental separation or divorce, parental mental health, living in a home where there was substance use, a family member went to prison, um, living in a home where there was mental health, uh, parental mental health, um, being emotionally, physically, or sexually abused, being abandoned or rejected. Um, and there are a few more now that, that is, is escaping my memory. But if you live with these growing up in poverty, um, going with going without necessary things that you needed, if you live with any one of these things, those are the stories that we call trauma that have shaped all of us. 
There are none of us, none of us that can escape the shaking based on these experiences. Now, we though can determine how it continues to shape us moving forward. When we allow ourselves to sit with the why and what happened and we get help if necessary, with some of them you will get help, you will need help rather to understand how to access access emotions and how to develop healthy coping strategies. So for example, one of the story, and I mentioned this earlier, is a parent leaving. Sometimes the parent don't have to leave for the, for the trauma to happen because a present parent, but emotionally unavailable, creates as much abandonment as a parent not left. So you wanna know what are the stories, what happened, so you can have access to them before you say I do. So you can learn how to look at the stories. You can learn how to face them. You can learn how to see the patterns that they created in your life. You can start to unpack and process and heal so that you, you are setting yourself up to have healthy, lasting relationships. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.